Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey, everybody. Arch here, and it is Wednesday. Max, I hate the extra inning rules in baseball. It, it, it's nuts. It really it really should be that if it goes extra innings, just no action. Yeah. In, in this day, it, it, like, honestly, this this baseball season is just super weird with the, with the seven inning double headers, the, the man on second to start an extra innings. It's I get it. Like, I, I get it. You're trying to reduce the amount of playing time for the players and 60 games in the short period of time and blah, 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 blah. But it's stupid. It's fucking stupid. <laughs> I agree. Rich, what's going on, man? It is kind of stupid, and I think that the managers kind of manage it stupidly, too. I see all the time that they don't just bunt the guy over and try to bring the run in and get it over with. So I agree. It's stupid. No action. I mean, it doesn't even count against the pitcher's ERA. So if the run doesn't count, the game shouldn't count either in terms of action. Yeah. Man, yeah, it's it's wild. I'm not a fan. We're talking about that Colorado Rockies game specifically, I think. It's just uh, I'm a little salty about that one. They're There's a lot of things to be salty about from yesterday, though. Oh, yeah, that is yeah. definitely one of them. Yeah. The, the other one is, is Milwaukee. Ooh. The goddamn Bucks. You, you could have you taken Orlando minus 12 in that game, apparently. <laughs> I don't know if I have. I couldn't project that. I could not project that. No, I don't think, I don't think anyone had that in their projections. My Jesus Christ. Uh, maybe it's the home court advantage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> maybe the players around Giannis aren't that good. Mm. That's possible. Yeah, I think that's kind of really what it is. Looking at this Orlando team, I mean, they just fucking played well all around. It was nuts. I haven't seen them play a game like, and they were missing Aaron Gordon. It was all Vucevic, like as the as the main focal point, and he was just unstoppable. Yeah, he looked like a goddamn Hakeem Olajuwon out there. <laughs> he couldn't be fucking touched. It's ridiculous. So LeBron had a bad day too. Ooh, bad day at the office for the Lakers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh man, what do we think, Max? You've been you've been banging your shoe on the table, saying that this is going to be a nightmare matchup for the Lakers. It looks like a nightmare. It looks like a nightmare. Again, I'm, I'm not going to write off the Lakers because they have LeBron James and Anthony Davis. But I will say this about Anthony Davis: What has he shown you in the playoffs? Mm. What What has Anthony Davis ever shown you in the playoffs that makes you think that that he's a difference maker come playoff time? I, I think the, the team that they've assembled around LeBron was stupid, and it's been stupid for two years. You know what LeBron needs? He needs like four three-point shooters around him that can, that can hit shots. That's what he needs because he can, he can create, he can score, he can do all these things, he can pass the ball. But when everyone collapses on LeBron, he needs someone that can hit a shot from outside of 12 feet. He doesn't have that right now. There's no one on that team. Like, uh, 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 who, who, who do they have? Who do they have, Kuzma? Kuzma doesn't look like he can do shit. Caldwell Pope, he, he, I think his stat line was 0 for 9 yesterday with like one point. He's got nothing now. It's ridiculous. 
Yeah, one point, one rebound, one assist. I love that <laughs> one. Like a horse one racing line. Who get that one in fantasy, you know. Yeah. I, I I do think again. I can't count out the Lakers because it's LeBron and right, Anthony right, right. damn good. But that Portland team, man, they've been they've been playing solid. And we said going into the season, I thought Portland was going to be a two two seed, three seed. And I made the joke yesterday: there are three seed and eighth seeds clothing because that's exactly what it is. You're getting. You're getting a, essentially a second round matchup in the first round for the Lakers. That's that's tough, man. It is. It's, it looked like it was tough. All right. Oh, no Sex Panther today. He's on the road doing God knows what. Yeah. We never ask. No, it's best we not to ask. ask. Plausible de- deniability. That's the Absolutely. that's the name of the game. All right. So let's jump into it. We're going to start with uh, Brooklyn, Toronto. Uh, Brooklyn opened up plus 11. No surprise, they're getting a much bigger line this time around. It opened up plus a, uh, Brooklyn plus 11. They're plus 11 and a half now. We had to start there. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. The, the Nets fooled me once. Now, now I have to ask the question can they fool me again? Because they absolutely looked overmatched in game one, they lost by 24 points. 24 points in game one. So uh, this explains this double-digit line. I kept saying that Brooklyn's a dangerous team heading into the playoffs. And I still think that. I don't think they're just going to roll over and just wave the white flag on this series. But they lost Jamal Crawford. So that's going to put even more responsibilities on Karis LeVert. The Raptors put so much pressure on him in game one. They, they, they made him – he had a good game. But they made it tough for him in game one. And now without Jamal Crawford, that's going to be even tougher on him. So – Seeing as well as, as the betting, betting chalk worked out for me so well yesterday, I cannot bet the chalk on this one, but I am definitely leading the Raptors here. Hmm. Well, I don't think Brooklyn can be as bad as they were in the first game. I mean, they were awful. And Levert was talking about how the defense from Toronto made it really difficult for him. And he made, uh, I think he called out some of his teammates saying that he's going to need some help if they're going to move on. I, I don't... I don't know. I think most, uh, I think two out of the three quarter uh, periods, two out of the um, three out of the four quarters, I think Toronto outscored them by 11 and two out of three out of the four quarters in the first game. So I'm, uh, I'm going to lean Toronto here again. I'm not going to bet them because 11 and a half is too much, but they just demolished them to the point where I don't even know if Brooklyn's going to have the confidence to even, if they get down, to, I don't think they'll have the confidence to fight back. Yeah, I wonder that too. I wonder just how bad what their mentality is. Whew. Too many points. I I still can't get to 11, 11 and a half here. I'm going to lean Brooklyn here. All things being equal, I should be betting them, but I just can't. I just don't know that Brooklyn has enough fight in them after getting just punked like that. Yeah, no. All right. Next up, Utah, Denver. Uh, Utah, uh, no, excuse me. Denver opened up minus four. It's minus four and a half now. It's an interesting one. Donovan Mitchell did absolutely whatever he could to help Utah win in game one. And he did push it to OT, but it was evident. It was clearly evident that Denver just has too much depth because they pulled away and they easily covered that one in overtime. Uh, Mitchell's performance, I think, put up a mirage around this Utah team. I don't think they can hang with Denver. Mm. Uh, the silver lining here is that Mitchell was able to do what he did, meaning that the the Denver defense does have some cracks in it. That can be exploited. But the question is, can he do that again? I don't think so. I don't think he can put up that kind of effort again, which means I think Denver gets another win. I think they likely cover here. 
I I liked it when it opened. It's shifting away from my comfort zone here, so I will I will lean Denver here. I can't quite bet it. Denver's won four in a row in this series, but they've all been close. You had two straight overtime games, a three point win, and a six point win. So I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna say Donovan <laughs> Mitchell has another good game. Utah killed me the other day going to overtime. I needed to miss a free throw late or something, but. I'm going to lean Utah just because the series has been really close. I expect they'll play close again. And this time around, they won't go to overtime and, and, and Utah will cover. But yeah. Just a lean. Oh, man, I like that. I do think Utah's going to cover this one. I think this is probably – this was one of the closer series. I, I'm going to do it. I am going to bet Utah this time, plus the four and a half. So, Max, you would be pulling the trigger at four even, but four and a half just nudged it just outside? It did. So wow. I had this up until four. Exactly. So okay. even four was was a, was kind of stupid because it would have been a push for me. Right. Right. Yeah. I, mean, I, ha- I have a Denver uh, winning by three. So like, you know, I figured, eh, you know, up to four. I had some wiggle room there to, to hit that. But yeah. right, I like it. Well, let's hope Max is right. Denver yeah, minus I think, three. I think there's a chance this game could go over. So if I'm going to bet anything in this game, I would bet the over. So I'll bet the over here. What do you see in the over as, Rich? I've seen it as 217 and a half. Is that what you're seeing? Let's see. Uh, just taking a second to load, of course. Of course. Uh, 218 right now is what I'm. Yeah, there's yeah. a couple 217 and a halfs too. So, yeah, yeah we'll one. Yeah. I'm okay with either one. Half a point. If it killed me, half a point killed me the other day. But right, yeah. <laughs> the hook will probably, you know, hook me again, lift up the chin and, you know, give you a nice little body shot. But yeah, at 218, I'm okay. But anything above that, I would, uh, I'll start to shy away. So I'll bet the over there. Okay. All right. We're looking at the Band-Aid game. Uh, Celtics, 76ers. Celtics opened up minus five. They're actually minus four and a half now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to rip that Band-Aid off, too. Of oh, course. we are? Yeah, oh, to- totally. Uh, the-, the reason that it shifted is because Gordon Hayward is out. Mm. Right? He's, he's going to miss a month, which uh, means a lot, right? Uh, for one, that depth I spoke of on the show the other day just took a big hit. Specifically for this series, it means that the Sixers can rethink their lineup a bit. They, I don't think they need to have Al Horford guarding fucking Jalen Brown out there because that didn't turn out so well for him in game one. For the future of the Celtics, uh, it means not having him in the second round against Toronto, which could be an absolute killer. That said, they made the Eastern Conference Finals without him two years ago. And they have a more talented team and a more veteran team now. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are better than they were two years ago. They've got Kemba on the team. Uh, Marcus Smart is is playing absolutely great right now. So I do think that they still have enough talent and overall skill to beat the Sixers here and cover this one. So I will bet the Celtics here. That that downshift actually helped me bet the Celtics. Yeah, Boston has the edge everywhere except field goal percentage, and clearly Embiid can't do it all. And it looked like Boston figured something out because they really made him struggle in the second half of the game. Either that or the process got tired. I agree with Max. I think I I don't I don't think that uh, Gordon Hayward is irreplaceable because they learned to play without him last year when he was hurt too. So I agree with Max. I'm also going to bet. Um, Boston. Yeah. Well, this is a kiss of death right here. I, I want a piece of Boston. Kiss of death. Is it? Is it going to be? Panther took Boston. Oh, he did. Okay. Very cool. All right. So yeah, here's the thing though. Too also, it's four and a half right now, but it it looks like as soon as it hit four and a half, people started taking it because it should shift back up to five. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it will. It will, it will. Yeah. shift back up. Because, uh, the same thing. I think Vegas said, oh, no Gordon Hayward. Let's shift this down. And people that know basketball are like, the Celtics still got this one. Yeah, sure looks like it. Because, yeah, the way the payouts are lining up, it should go back to five. All right. Dallas, the Los Angeles Clippers. Clippers open up minus six. They're minus six and a half now at every book. Yeah, uh, Clip- the Clippers ended up covering game one after Porzingis was tossed from the game. Uh, Dallas, I think, is going to be motivated to take it to L.A. today and, and prove that they can hang with them. I just think there's injury issues here. Because even though Porzingis is available to play, he's listed as questionable. Luka has been awesomely playing through an ankle injury, but still, it's an ankle injury that he has. Uh, th- this is a team that lacks depth already. So... Any injury is going to hurt them, and it's even worse when it's two of their best players that are injured. While you look at the Clippers, they are just loaded with depth. They are healthy. Their stars didn't even play a really good game until it mattered in game one. So if they could put together a solid performance, I think they dominate this series. I called Dallas a dangerous team. They are a dangerous team as as a seven seed, but the Clippers are just unbeatable. If they can put a solid 100% effort together, and I think they're going to do that today. I'm going to bet the Clippers here to cover. I'm going to lean Dallas. They only lost by eight with Porzingis missing basically the second half of the game. Uh, I, and I think uh, Luca had a quadruple double, right, with all the turnovers. So <laughs> if he can hang on to the ball a little bit more this game than he did last game, I think that's very likely. I think they can make up that point and a half that they missed in the last game. Plus, I think – with some of the with Beverly and Harold coming back into the Clippers rotation, maybe there's a little bit of lack of chemistry there. Uh, so I'm going to go with Dallas on a lean. Um, if the line goes up a little bit higher, I would be inclined to bet Dallas. Yeah, I'm leaning Dallas too. I don't know that it's going to get better for you, Rich. I think six and a half might be the high water mark. We'll see. We'll see. But it, it, I don't know that it's going to go much beyond that. All right, Max. That's it for the NBA. You like anything in hockey? Yeah, uh, real quick. Panthers betting the Clippers as well. So oh. Panthers betting the Clippers, and then I saw that he's leaning the Jazz and leaning the Nets. So the Panthers picks from the pavement. Uh, that, that's what he sent over to me. So he is betting the Clippers as well. Uh, yeah, I, I like a couple games in hockey. I was one and one yesterday. I, I missed on that controversial game I was talking about. But guess what? <laughs> guess what's happening again today? The Canadians and Flyers are playing again today. Oh, boy. So, so there's two games that I want to talk about in hockey, but I'll focus in on the Canadians and Flyers. Um, they came out yesterday. They won 2-0. to zero. So my statements yesterday were proven correct. The Flyers just have trouble scoring on Carey Price. And the other statement is Montreal's offense is dreadful. The two goals that the Flyers scored yesterday upped their goal amount to five goals in four games. <laughs> That's not exactly what you want to see from a team that has Stanley Cup ambitions. Uh, I think Carter Hart has just been playing lights out for the Flyers, other than that game two blip where, where uh, he gave up, I think, you know, four goals or something like that. Uh, he's been playing really above his level, whereas Carey Price is playing at his level. <laughs> so I keep saying it: if 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 an underdog in NHL can keep things close. And there is value, um, plus you know a good good value in betting them. It's it's hard to argue not pulling the trigger, even if you think the other team is is going to win. So, do I think the Flyers probably win? <sighs> yeah, 
I don't want to seem like I'm chasing waterfalls here, though. But I think Montreal is the play. Once again, I think there is enough money uh, on the plus line to bet Montreal. They can keep it close. And the Flyers haven't shown that they can just go for the jugular here. So once again, maybe they can't win them all. Maybe they can't lose them all. I'm going to bet Montreal. I'm going to join you, Max. At some point, Montreal has to actually score, right? They have five goals in one game and just one goal in the other three games. And like you said, the Flyers only have five total. So Montreal has actually outscored the Flyers in this series. So I think if Montreal can get the three goals, they probably win this game. I am guessing or betting that they will score today at least two which could be enough, but I'm counting on them getting three, and I'm joining you in the bet. I'm taking Montreal. Mm, yeah, I, I'm, I tend to agree. I think that, I think they can hit it. It's opened up plus one twenty. They're plus one twenty two now, so not a huge shift. I gotta think that this is going to get better, right? I gotta think that people are going to be back in Philadelphia, and it's going to drive the price from Montreal up. So you might be able to get a little bit more if you wait. But I'm going to bet with you now, plus one twenty two. All right. Um, so, yeah, got another one in hockey. I'll post it over on the website. Uh, Rich, what do you like today? Wow. Baseball is thin pickings. The, o- the only game that I have any value in, <laughs> and I'm not 100% sure the Miami Marlins are going to be able to beat Jacob DeGrom in the New York Mets, but I'm going to bet the Marlins today and go against Max's Mets and the ace, the Cy Young Award winner. DeGrom is excellent, no doubt about that, but he's – He's only been a bit, of, a little bit above average against the Marlins. He's ten and seven with a good ERA, three twenty-seven. But in Marlins Park, he's uh, averaged three and three with a three point eight four ERA. Pablo Lopez is off to a fast start for the Marlins. He's two and one with a two twenty-five ERA. He's pitching a little bit above his head, but he seems to be finding his um, changeup, working it pretty uh, aggressively and effectively this year. I think batter's only batting something like 171 against it, and he throws it 30% of the time. So at plus 200, I'm getting value. DeGrom has only been average in Miami. Maybe he's out the night before with the COVID. That might not be the case anymore. Maybe he's a little sharper today, but I'm going to take the Marlins at plus 200. I don't hate that play. Mm-mm. I really don't. Mets, they have one, two in a row against the Marlins. Heavy favorites today with DeGrom, DeGrom on the mound, uh, which – to me, makes it certain that the Marlins are going to win here. <laughs> uh, majority of the money is coming in on Miami, so that line is getting worse for them and better for New York, uh, but it's still a good enough value to to bet on Miami here. Um, man, yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you. I'm going to lean Miami here. I, I, I can't bet against the Mets, but I do think they, they get the win today. Yeah, it is the one. That is the – Rich is right. That's the value play of the day. Um, it's the biggest plus line – that has a possibility to win. So yeah, I'm going to jump on it with you. I'm going to take Miami plus the, what is it? 193 now? Yeah. 193. Scary stuff. <laughs> well, well, yeah, I mean, just think if I wasn't a Mets fan, I'd be, this would be a kiss of death. <laughs> right. right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I have bet like written down, but I can't actually bet. On <laughs> the Marlins. I can't do it. Can't make it from the cranium to the mouth. huh? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And the only other I, – I really don't have any value in any other baseball game. I, I, I think Philadelphia is going to have the same, you know, the same matchup against Boston today, the top-hitting team against a bad-pitching team. 
the value, I mean, it's right on the line. So if the line were to move a little bit towards Boston, but it's been moving away from Boston, I might go with Philly with the with the uh, Phillies again. But outside of that, I don't have anything else in baseball. What about? Yeah. There's something about. I'm sorry, just no. real quick. There's there is something about the Phillies, man. Like everything says that I should be betting the Phillies today. Yeah. Right. I, uh, Jake Arrieta's on the mound, and they're going against a guy whose ERA is the legal drinking age here in the U.S. <laughs> it is is absolutely ridiculous this pitching matchup and then knowing that the Phillies can put up runs I just don't believe in them I just there's something I just don't trust about them uh the line movement I'm seeing is is just really odd on this one so I, I I'm just agreeing I'm gonna stay off this one but I don't understand why I'm not betting Philly <laughs> yeah it's a tough one I, I'm not sure what to make of that one Rich I think that I would, I would, I'm leaning Philly. I'm thinking yeah. about betting them, but I haven't made up my mind yet. I'm, I'm, I want to do it like the, the, but, but is starting, but I can't get the, out yet. <laughs> so I'm going to go with the lean on Philly, but I'm real, really, really close. Yeah. It's a lean on Philly for me as well. No doubt. Um, what about that Arizona game? Plus 151. Is there value there? I did like Arizona in that game too, but the numbers were right on. I was leaning Arizona. The um, the pitching matchup, it's just so close because the run differential, everything is right there. So I'm leaning Arizona. They're as, they're, they're as hot as any team in baseball right now. No and ifs or buts about it. I, there's just something about the game that took me off of it, just like the uh, Colorado-Houston game. You know, it looks like you should take Colorado again, but there's just something there that's just not feeling right. The, the intuition is not there. Yeah. Yeah, and looking at that Arizona game, too, uh, if you download and listen to yesterday's episode, I was all in on Arizona on a very hard lean. I could not get that bet out of my mouth. And then in the first inning, I'm like, God damn it, I should have been Because <laughs> <laughs> Panther was so high up on Oakland yesterday, and I come out guns blazing like, nah, this, 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 Arizona, this. I'm just going to lean them. Yeah, you know. <laughs> In that particular segment, in that particular moment, the way you were talking, I was already putting in a bet. Yeah, and, yeah, and, I know you yeah. had the bet written in, yeah. and I, I, you know, because I. So this is something that we should talk about real quickly too. Is I'm trying to not bet as many games. So I was looking at my slate. I was going to pull the trigger on that one. I was like, ah, I bet too much today. But it seems like right now, like volume betting is almost like something that would give us value here because yeah. I feel like a lot of our leans are hitting. Right. No, I think so. I think that. I think that the secret ingredient here for this uh, shortened seasons we should be betting more games i really think that smaller amounts more more more, more, yeah, uh, more right, games right we need to diversify our portfolio to put it in terms for rich yes <laughs> <laughs> gotta lower that standard deviation yes yes <laughs> oh, yeah and we should have not take the yankees when there's single digit money on them we learned that yesterday oof mm. oof 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 yeah. They're uh, they're not that big of a value today either, even though Garrett Cole's pitching, right? No, they are a much bigger value today with Garrett Cole. But I think that uh, Tampa nine and one in their last ten games, and I think they actually have a winning record against the Yankees this year. Garrett Cole has won twenty in a row. I think it's the sixth longest streak in the history of baseball. So, are, are you going to go against that streak? Mm. Yeah, you know who's not. So, so here you go. So, so Panther did send me something. I don't know if you saw this, Arch. No, I didn't see it. Panther sent me something. So it would not have been a French kiss of death, even if I was betting the Marlins, because Mr. Panther is taking the Mets here. What the fuck? But, but, but it gets worse from here. Panther 
Oh, no. Has brought back his Panther parlay. Oh, jeez. And he has dubbed it the Mega Ace parlay. Because he's taking the Yankees with Garrett Cole on the mound. He's taking the Mets with DeGrom on the mound. And he's taking the Reds with Trevor Bauer on the uh, on the mound in his three-team Mega Ace Panther parlay. Well, good luck with that. <laughs> Can we book it for him? Yeah. I just I, I don't have a Reds line yet, so yeah, I didn't see one either. There's no Reds line yet. He doesn't care. He doesn't minus three hundred. He doesn't no, care. Yeah, right. Exactly. He's like, ah, it's a parlay. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that Yankee line is moving the wrong way too. Well, it's kind of hard to get a bet, bet against a guy who's won twenty has twenty straight um, decisions on the W side. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we touched on everything. Unless you want to talk about the Bruins game, Max, I think that's it. Hmm? That is, I do want to talk about the Bruins game real quick. Though. That okay. is the other one I'm betting. Yeah, on. I know, I know. I'm looking at that too. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Because you're looking at value versus what you think is actually going to happen. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I do. I do believe the Bruins are going to win this out, close it out. They're an elite team. They're an amazing defense. They have controlled this series. They have certainty in goal. No more distractions. But man, I mean, come on, Carolina can hang with the big boys. We know that. They're dealing with some injuries. They're going to be a little bit healthier in this game. I think the plus line is the highest that you're going to see from Carolina in this series so far and possibly for the rest of the series if it gets closed out today. But I still love Carolina here. I think it's just where it needs to be to bet the Hurricanes, and that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to fade the Bruins. I've been on the Bruins train this whole series. The, the, the plus line is finally enough to bet Carolina here. I'm going to lean Boston. I think it's kind of hard to, to to get over a shock when you you think you have a game in hand and then you end up losing, giving up four goals <laughs> in the third period. So I, I think the psyche from Carolina has been damaged and, and it's been boosted for Boston. They probably feel invincible. So confidence is everything in sports, and, and I think the confidence is squarely in the Bruins camp. So I'm going to lean Boston. Yeah, for me, this is a bet on Carolina too. I do think Boston probably wins, but the value is you can't ignore it. So yeah, Hurricanes plus uh, plus one twenty four, maybe plus one thirty, depending on your book. Yeah, I see yeah, yeah that, that plus one thirty is it, the implied probability is like so good for Carolina if you can get that plus one thirty. Yeah. But even at plus one twenty four, I think the implied probability is right there for me yeah. to bet Carolina. All right, so that is it. That is it. Head over to AbsoluteDegeneracy.com. Let us know what you think about our picks, your picks, anyone's picks. You can listen to us on Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Pod, Google Pod, Podcast Static, TuneIn, Podtail, and iHeartRadio. No matter where you listen to that, please. Hi, as rain comes, subscribe, download, listen to every single episode. It is Wednesday. Rich, guess what you get to do today? Yes, I get to take us home. (laughs) It's hump day, folks, so make sure you tell your friends all about Absolute Degeneracy. Let them know about us on Twitter. Let them know about us on Facebook, Instagram, however you communicate with people. But most of all, in honor of Pavement Picks Sex Panther, make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owner-operators of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its content.
Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.